Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's a Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We have everybody's favorite guest, Jacob Lenzendorf of the KTVO Sports Department. Welcome to the program, Jacob. Thank you, Dave. Good to be back. You are the key to the West of uh, Southeast Iowa. You are my best and my only resource. Uh, I know you cover several teams over there. And I'm just going to sit back and listen to you talk about all the teams on the western side of Southeast Iowa. All right, let's do it. Uh, we'll start out here at the top. The uh, team that I think is probably the most dangerous here this year and uh, the most stacked, and that is the Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont Rockets right now, sitting at eight and one as of right now. They dropped their first game of the season on Tuesday against a solid Knoxville team. That loss could be a wake up call, or it could maybe. Maybe spiral them. We're not sure, but they've got some good experience, guys. So I just see that as a slight bump in the road because that is a solid Knoxville team. I think I just athletic guys all over the court, great rebounding team. They said uh, when I visited them, the ball all or th- all but three or four of the guys on the team can dunk. So they're they're must they're must see uh, must see action over there in Eddieville, and just, I anticipate them being one of the uh, stronger teams from the uh, KTBO viewing area for sure. Lots of uh, guys that can make stuff happen for that team. So that's one of the teams that I think is probably the strongest right now. There's an eight one uh, next on the list team. You're probably really familiar with uh, the Kyoto Eagles nine and two um, on this season. And I've only seen them in person once. So I've just kind of been looking at scores from here, here and there about how they've been doing, but a solid start for them for sure. Anytime you could be nine wins, 11 games into the season. That's good. Led by Sawyer Stout, who's averaging over 16 a game. He gets a lot of shots up top 10, most in the state I saw, but he is a, uh, a crafty player. I believe coach is something you want to, you kind of want to have guys like that shooting uh, that much. And I saw them against Waco a few Saturdays ago. That warrior defense uh, was tough. That defensive pressure gave them some fits, but obviously uh, Waco is one of the better teams in one a, so quite a few blowout wins for Kyoto. Uh, a couple that were close, but a uh, five point win over Tuesday or over Montezuma on Tuesday has them sitting at nine and two and looking pretty good. Um, next up, we'll stay in one uh, a with Moravia uh, seven and one on the year for them. I saw them once as well. Um, they went on holiday break with a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth, just kind of losing their first game of the year. Uh, it was to a very talented new London squad though. Uh, I was there for that one, figured that was the best game of the night. And I was probably pretty right because that was a, a great game to go to lots of action, a couple uh, dunks from uh, new London side as well. So we love that in the TV department. We can get that on the air uh, that night, but uh, they look solid over there. The Tigers just pulled away late. Um, Three guys over 13 a game. They're a balanced bunch. I'd love to get over there and talk to uh, some coaches and players um, in the next week or two here um, and hear from them. They like to play fast and score lots of points, just like uh, they did in football. Uh, Gage Haynes is a senior that's got over 19 points per game on average. So I think Moravia is going to be a tough matchup uh, for kind of any team here uh, so far. Uh, next up, we'll go with uh, Mount Pleasant, 6-3. and three. Uh, Team that's a little kind of flown under my radar a little bit. Um, I had to admit, they put me on notice with a 21 point win over the aforementioned uh, new London Tigers on Tuesday. I caught the end of that one online as I was getting back from a different game. Uh, just a dominating game for the Panthers. I will actually be headed to, uh, or at least I plan on it. Obviously plans can change uh, in this business, but uh, I'll be headed to Mount Pleasant versus Albia on uh, Monday and hopefully talking with coach Rawson 
uh, during the beginning portion of the girls game. Um, looking forward to that for sure. Two of their three losses have been by just two points. Uh, so just a competitive bunch. Peyton Haggins and uh, Aiden Ashton I'm seeing are pacing them. Haggins almost averages a double-double. Um, and then they got six seniors. Uh, so that leadership can be big, as we know, come uh, late February and uh, March. So Mount Pleasant, a team that is six and three and flying a little bit on my radar, but I'm getting them on the radar for sure because they deserve it. Um, next up here, uh, the team that they're going to be facing on Monday, Albia, five and four. Uh, Blue Demons coming off a 92-point offensive outburst on Tuesday. I was there. I saw the first quarter, and I got plenty of action, so I could leave by the first quarter. Um, it, lots of guys getting buckets for them on on Tuesday, not just Drew Chance, but Chance is probably the best player um, in our KTVO viewing area, 24 and a half points per game, eight and a half rebounds per game. Guy can do it all score on every level. Um, but beyond him, they have some guys that can make plays. That's going to be a key for them is getting production out of the rest of their guys, because some of these teams are going to do box and ones and whatnot on chance. So it's really kind of depends on what the other guys can do. And if, if chance can still get uh, a good amount of production, but Kevin Archer is a great coach over there. I talked to him for the first time this year. And he really has a, uh, a winning culture over there in Albia. Um, another one here will go with four losses as well as Fairfield. They're at four and four on the year. Interesting team here because coming into the season, I thought um, they'd be better than four and four at this point in the year. But it's not about how you start, obviously. It's, it's about how you finish and how you're playing come down the stretch. Um, winners of their last two. Tomorrow they face Washington. Um, I'm sure you know probably a little bit about, about this team with your uh, – connection with the Southeast union guys, but um, yeah, they're, they're a solid team. Um, winners of the last two big game against Washington um, and who they lost to earlier this year, I believe by four. Um, so some tough games for Fairfield. They're going to figure out a lot about themselves here, but they are senior led as well. Max Whedon averaging over 19 a game and over 12 rebounds per game guys dominant any sport that he plays. Um, and JJ Lane at 17 and Tate Allen, uh, doing the dirty work and hitting some threes. Uh, good team, fun team to watch as well. Um, so that is Fairfield. Uh, a couple other teams keep your eye on. Um, Atomo, two and three, just five games into the season so far for Atomo, which is interesting because you got teams like Sigourney, who um, we'll talk about in a second, who has 11. So five to 11 is kind of crazy at this point, but they're a more balanced uh, scoring approach this year than, than last year. They have a, a sophomore, Trey Brown, who leads them in scoring. Um, so I've only seen a little bit of them. I saw their 21-point win, I believe, over Fairfield, which they looked really impressive on. Um, but I'm looking forward to them getting some more home games and some more games, period, here after the, that uh, holiday pause. Um, but one key for them is going to be taking care of the ball. And then uh, Sigourney at 6-5, and five, a couple ugly losses this year. Um, but our Isaac Bruns and uh, Carson Weber are leading that bunch. Um, I did see one of Sigourney's games against uh, Cardinal, and Bruns looked really good when I saw him. He's a physical physical guy, doesn't mind to uh, get in the paint and uh, get active in there, and he's just a sophomore as well. So plenty of season left for Sigourney, but they're at 6-5. and five. Um, Expect them to be in uh, a lot of the games they play. So that is the uh, the cream of the crop of what I'm looking at right now on uh, some teams that I'm trying to keep my eyes on as well. Well, uh, since we got you here, I've got some breaking news I thought I would share with you. Uh, through, I'm, I'm throwing out three nicknames uh, for players in, in your region here. We're going to start with a Sigourney Savage, and I'm going with Isaac Tons of Fun Bruns. Isaac Tons of Fun. <laughs> and uh, you're one of your favorite players, 
uh, Max Wheaton. We're calling him uh, Maximum Beaten Wheaton. <laughs> I like it. I and, like uh, it. Over there uh, in Mount Pleasant, we got uh, Patrick Hoops Higgins. So those are three brand new Round Guy Radio nicknames for players who have totally deserved it uh, with their performances this year. And uh, welcome to the nickname family of uh, awesome and fun players that we got in the Southeast Eye. What do you think of those? Uh, That's great. That's great. I love the... uh... I love the maximum beaten uh, Wheaton. That's that's a that's probably your best one for sure. But uh, I love it. I love the creativity. Might have to. We'll see if I uh, if I pull that one out on the air uh, or not. If I have your permission, obviously. You've got my permission uh, to to take these anywhere we can get them. But it took me two years to think about Max Wheaton's. Uh, but it came to me uh, uh, this morning. Maximum beaten Wheaton. I love that's it. Good. Don't you? What was that? I said, I love it, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. He he definitely does. He's a physical presence down there. I mean, averaging 12 rebounds per game, I mean, that's he puts a beating on the other teams for sure. So uh, that is a, that's a good one for sure. And uh, so much so much fun. Bruns is also good. And then I got to get up to Mount Pleasant and, uh, and see what the deal is with those Panthers up there, with those well, guys he's are playing been well. he's playing great. His, uh, uh, Hoops Higgins down there, he, he had a great game last night. And uh, – well, I was watching him, that one come to me. Uh, but uh, let's talk about KTVO Sports. Uh, what's going on over there? Uh, and uh, what what are we looking at to, to follow uh, basketball through through you, through KTVO? Yeah, um, so actually, good timing uh, <laughs> to do this. We start our uh, Hoops Highlights. It's like a month or so, 15-minute uh, show at the end of our Friday night games. Um and a lot of it will be some Missouri teams because, as obviously, we have uh, a lot of our sports guys or a lot of our guys that go shoot games down in Missouri. But I'll do my best to get to as many games as possible on a Friday night and still make it back in time and be able to put it all together before we uh, before we hit the air. But, uh, yeah, Friday nights uh, for the next month or so, starting around 10, 15, it's kind of the same thing we did with our uh, – um, gridiron lights where we just kind of go game through game and and go over highlights and stuff like that so i'm looking forward to that that starts this friday here i believe so you can catch stuff there obviously um the other games i go to uh we, we try to get highlights on every night we've been doing a pretty solid job so far uh me and my sports director chris burns and then kaylin mcgee also getting out and getting games and stuff so we are uh we're, we're in the full swing of basketball season right now obviously you can check out my uh Highlights for all the games that I go to, I post them on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Twitter at KTVO Jacob and uh, Facebook Jacob Lenzendorf KTVO. So, yeah, if, if you want to see any highlights from the games, I always get them on there. And we also try to get them on the websites, KTVO.com after as well. Um, so, yeah, great, fo- great, uh, excuse me, basketball season so far. Lots of time for teams um, in the area to improve. Obviously, we're not counting anybody out, but that's just who we got our eye on right now for sure. Um, and we are looking forward to seeing how this, uh, the rest of the season kind of goes down. Well, you break your neck driving all over and, uh, very far away from the studio. When you come over to see Kyoto, and I really thank you for that. Cause that's really the only video coverage, the only, uh, uh, media that I've seen in the gym, uh, besides, yeah. uh, uh, maybe some streaming, uh, with the local schools, but, um, yeah, that was, that was much appreciated in the, and you're. So tell me the secret. How do you, you know, for the short time that you're at the game, how do you hit those highlights that 
And then how do you make it look so fantastic like you do on the Twitter, you know? And I try to share as much of that on Facebook and Twitter of yours as I can uh, because yeah. it's just so worth seeing. Yeah, I appreciate that. You do uh, get those out to people that maybe don't know about me yet. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, – I don't know. The, the kids just always seem to give me some good highlights. Um, that one worked out really well that Saturday. I didn't really have anything uh, – anything going on that Saturday and there wasn't really much else going on in the, in the neighborhood. So when I have Saturdays, we don't have our show till 10. So I got over there and got to see some of that game. Um, unfortunately not, not the best game of the year for the, for the Eagles, but if we can uh, maybe find a spot for them to, uh, or for myself to get over there again before the season ends, that would be great. Or maybe just talk to uh, coach stout as well, but we'll attack that when it, uh, it comes up. But yeah, just uh, been fortunate with seeing some, some great highlights or some great games and putting out, uh, highlights um, from the kids' action. So I appreciate the uh, the sharing from you, and hopefully I can uh, keep getting to as many spots as possible. We've got about 12 schools that we cover, so we try to get to just about everywhere, um, and especially re- rewarding those teams that are playing really well um, with coverage. So, um, yeah, you can check out my stuff there for sure. Yeah, that EVF, I don't think you'd probably just be there five minutes and get 10 minutes worth of highlights out of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if that even. And I'm looking forward. I think I'll be there this Friday. So uh, if you're going to be at the uh, EBF games, don't, don't be afraid to say hi to me at the games. Love uh, saying hi to people that uh, follow my stuff. So. Well, before I let you go, could you give me some report on the Atoma Bulldogs? I just – I don't hardly even get scores. And I, I know they play a, a extremely tough schedule, but uh, are there any highlights or anything to talk about with the Atoma Bulldogs? Yeah, like I mentioned, they only played five games this year, which is crazy to this point because, like, a lot of these teams have, have 10 or so games in already. So there's going to be more stuff from them for sure, and I'm going to be putting up more highlights because that's obviously the main school. That's where I'm located here in Ottumwa. Um So I'll be getting to those games, talking to the coaches more, um, and, and trying to figure out what's going on there. They're two and three so far. They had a big win over Fairfield, as I mentioned. So uh, more balanced uh, scoring approach here this year. Um, good young players, some senior leadership as well. So um, I really don't know the identity of that team too much besides um, the uh, the stress on the taking care of the ball from their coaches. Uh, coach Neil Hart's a good, good uh, coach over there for them for sure. So um, I really don't know too much about the direction. Obviously, like you said, they play a very, very tough schedule of being in class um for a but we're gonna figure out uh quite a bit about them soon i think a couple more road games before they have like a stretch of like seven or so um home games towards the end of uh january and beginning of february so that'll be a nice stretch for them and uh hopefully they can put together some uh some success because just five games in they gotta feel so sick of uh practicing against each other i would imagine at this point but they do have a couple scrimmages too so um eager to see how uh how ohs is gonna do well, that, that clears up a lot of it because I, I was like, going, why am I seeing nothing out of a tumble? But they only played five games, you know, where, yep. where Kyoto's played 11 games, you know, I mean, it's yep. more than twice as many games. Uh, well, uh, sure, thank you for being uh, on with us. Uh, you get, uh, you have such a good following all the way around in, in the areas that Round Guy Radio uh, uh, is strong in. Is there anything you want to close out that you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? I think we basically hit it all. Hopefully I can uh, report back here whenever we uh, agree to talk and we got some new updates and uh, some teams that are looking to make some state runs. Cause I'd love to be at uh, 
state basketball this year. Uh, boys and girls teams both looking to hopefully follow somebody to uh, to the promised land. So I uh, can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings. And appreciate you uh, letting me spread my word to the people here today. Well, I appreciate you clearing up all that hate mail from all the <laughs> east side of this southeast Iowa that I covered so well during football and stuff. Uh, but you uh, have come in and saved the day, and uh, we so much appreciate you. Jacob Linzendorf, people, KTVO, uh, check him out. Thanks for being with us, Jacob. Thank you so much.